Welcome to the Living Mindfully Whole podcast, where we support you in becoming the best version of yourself and encourage you to live your best life. Hello, and welcome back to the Living Mindfully Whole podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Mitchell, and today on the podcast, we're going to talk all about time. Time, 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 the elusive factor. We never feel like we have enough, and we always want more of it. But the reality is we all have the same 24 hours in the day. So today we're going to talk about that feeling of time Um, not being enough and, uh, you know, kind of being in this culture where being busy is cool or a sign of success. I really want to challenge that today as we talk about time. And I believe that being busy is a feeling you get when you prioritize external factors and the expectation of others, either those that are spoken to you or or they're implied or you're either assuming them. And when we prioritize those external factors and the expectation of others, We feel really busy and stressed out, um, and maybe some would use the word overwhelmed by that. And so today, as we talk about time and how we're using it, I really want you to understand that the reality is, is we all have these same 24 hours in, in the day, and every second of that is our choice. I really want you to let that sink in. I'm not saying this to make you feel crummy about yourself, but I really want to do a reality check today and help you understand that every moment of every day, what you do with that time is 100% your choice. Everything you do with your day and how you spend that valuable, valuable or invaluable entity of time is your choice. If you're feeling stressed and like you don't have enough time, I really want you to stop for a second and take a look at what your priorities are. What are your top priorities in life? I've went over this in past episodes. I can link them below, but I really want you to look at what your priorities are and if the way you're using your time aligns with those priorities and the goals you have for your life or not. So as you assess your time, it can be really helpful to spend a couple days writing down what you do every 15 minutes. So every 15 minute a block throughout the day, take a second to write a quick note on what you did with that time. 15 minutes can seem really intense and I'm not saying do this for the long term. I'm talking like two, three days here, even one or two if you know that's all you need. Sometimes that's all you need to start to see the patterns But sit down and write every 15 minutes what you're doing with your time. I think you'd be really surprised at all the time blocks you're spending doing things that don't actually align with your priorities. After you've done this, I want you to really look at that time and, you know, look at those things that you're choosing to do each, you know, in each of those 15 minute blocks and decide if it aligns with your priorities and your goals or not. So many people are investing their precious time into things like keeping up with the Kardashians or something similar. I think you know what I'm talking about, and I'm not just talking about ridiculous TV shows here. You know, if that's your jam, that's fine, but don't tell me that you don't have time to work out or cook meals or learn something new or meet with friends or whatever you want to do more of, whatever you're saying you want to do more of. Don't tell me you don't have time for those things when you're spending your time doing these other things. The reality is, again, we get to choose what we do with our time. And if you want something different of your time and you want to use your time differently, you have to make that choice. 
If you have goals, which I'm guessing you do because you're listening to this podcast, if you have goals, you need to make choices every day that align with getting closer to those goals. And time and using your time wisely can be a really great way to do this. If this is something you're interested in, I have a couple tips coming up, so let's dive in. So the tips I have for you today, I've got five of them, five tips on how to just shift your mindset and your use of your time to better align with your goals and your priorities. The first one I want you to do is really just assessing and changing your habits. So what do I mean by this? I think it's important to know that most people's habits and the things that we do over and over, kind of our responses to certain triggers in our life are the things that you will notice in those 15 minute blocks that are kind of time wasters. So things that come up a lot is, you know, people grabbing their phone right away in the morning and all of a sudden they spent 20 minutes on social media and now they're rushed to get to work and they're feeling stressed and behind. Or people, you know, get done with dinner and clean up the kitchen and then they go sit on the couch and watch a TV show. Those are habits. And those are the things that are really important to assess and change if you want to use your time wisely and to work towards your goals. So the important thing to know about habits, I'm not going to go into all the details about habit loops. That's a totally different episode and there's a lot of information that goes with that. But the basic of, you know, that I want you to know as you're doing this is that when there's a trigger and a situation that causes you to engage in a habit, i.e. picking up your phone and checking social media or sitting on the couch and watching, turning a TV show on, It was the thing that happened before that, that was the trigger. So your alarm going off in the morning and thinking, oh, it's a work day. Maybe that was the trigger. Or I just got done with dinner, cooking dinner, cleaning up the kitchen. I'm gonna quote unquote reward myself with sitting on the couch. So cleaning up and finishing that stage of the day was the trigger for that. So knowing what your triggers are is really important because that can help you develop and design new habits and new responses to those triggers. So the triggers aren't going to change. You're still going to get up in the morning, hear your alarm, think, oh gosh, you know, it's a work day, or you're going to clean up the kitchen after dinner. But it's right after that, in that moment, that next moment that you get to choose to implement something new. So when your alarm goes off in the morning and you're like, oh, it's a work day, jumping out of bed and meditating or reading for 20 minutes or cuddling with your dog or your kid, that could be the habit that you're changing. That could be the response that you change to the trigger. So if you initiate that over and over again, you're going to rewire that in your brain to do those things right away. And those things, whatever your priorities and your goals are, can be more in line with your priorities and goals. You know, going, sitting on the couch after dinner, maybe you go for a family walk, maybe you play a game, maybe you call a friend, whatever it is, again, that your goal is, is, you know, if you're looking for more connection, like maybe after dinner you sit and you call a friend or you connect with somebody or go for a walk with a neighbor, whatever it is. But remember that it's the trigger and then the response. The response is what you can control and change. And oftentimes it's these habits that are time wasters. So this is a really good place to start realigning with your priorities and your goals. The second strategy that I want to share with you is to set boundaries around the other things or the things that are demanding your time, whether it's these external factors in our lives or people in our lives. 
setting boundaries around your time and how you're going to use it is really important. So a few ways to do this. One way would be to just vocalize how much time you have and sticking to that. So if you're meeting with someone, say, oh, I have an hour to have coffee with you. I'm so excited to see you. And then after an hour, getting up and leaving and saying goodbye, not apologizing um, for the time that you don't have, but enjoying the time that you do have, but sticking to that boundary. Also, respecting your own time, not waiting around for people or things that don't respect your time. And when people are pushing back time or wasting your time or, you know, not respecting your time, setting a boundary around that and having the time with them be over. Another good strategy to use while you're setting boundaries with your time is saying no when you need to and want to. This can be a really tricky, uncomfortable situation for a lot of people, but I always tell people that the temporary discomfort of saying no to something is so worth it instead of the long-term regret and guilt that you'll feel for saying yes to something that you didn't want to do. So just remember that when you're starting to practice saying no to things that you don't need and want to do. The The third strategy that I have for you today is outsourcing and asking for help. This one can be really tricky because in our culture, we believe that we should be able to do it all ourselves. A lot of people believe that we should be capable, quote unquote, of being able to do all the things. But the reality is, is when we're we're one person and when we're choosing to use our time to align with our priorities and goals, we might just not have time for everything. And that's totally okay. So outsourcing, you know, doing things like outsourcing your grocery shopping, your errand running, there's so many cool apps, features, programs out there that can help you do this. You know, getting a house cleaner, getting someone to mow your lawn or shovel your driveway, outsourcing the things that you don't enjoy doing and that take your time and energy in a negative way. And then asking for help. Maybe you're setting up a carpool or you're rotating who brings lunch at work or you're swapping time with others, you know, whether it's can you watch my dogs this week and I'll watch your dogs next week or maybe you walk the dogs this week or take the kids to play practice this week and I'll do it next week. So swapping that time. Um, Another really good way to do this is offering to use your skills and your superpowers And then asking someone else to use their superpowers to help you. So trading these skills and superpowers. My last episode, episode 10, was all about superpowers. So I want you to go back to that if you didn't listen to it. It kind of talks a little bit about how to identify your own superpowers. But really, you know, aligning with what you're good at and sharing that with the world. And then asking people to share with you what they're good at. When we're good at something, we are so much more efficient And if you can align with somebody else and trade those services, it can be really amazing. The next strategy I have for you is planning in advance. Really, this just kind of boils down to setting it and forgetting it. You know, whether it's planning meals, whether it's planning clothes for the week or the day, you know, planning workout outfits, scheduling out your time. If you can make a plan in advance, you're much more likely to use your time how you want to use it and align with that plan. Obviously, the caveat to this is that stuff comes up. Life happens sometime. So really remembering not to get upset with yourself or kind of throwing off track if things don't go exactly how you plan them, but just jumping right back on when you're ready and able to, when you know your life kind of aligns back in place 
and jumping right back on and not getting upset with yourself so you can continue following the plan that you've set with for yourself. The last strategy, and I might use a word that's not appropriate for little kids' ears here, so if there's little kids around, earmuffs, but let that shit go. Let it go. You are only one person. If your goal is to get fit and strong, use your time today to go to the gym instead of doing the dishes. I promise you, girl, they will be there tomorrow unless you have a magical unicorn that comes to your house and does your dishes. And if you do, please give me the magical unicorn's number. But those dishes will be sitting there tomorrow. You will not get fitter or stronger if that's your goal if you don't go to the gym. So really just letting it go and giving yourself some grace, not being mean to yourself for not doing certain things that you should quote unquote do and doing the things that really align with your goals and priorities. Those are my five strategies. I hope they were helpful. Um, It was really just assessing and changing your habits, setting boundaries, outsourcing and asking for help, planning in advance, and letting that shit go. So I hope that was helpful. I really want you to think about how you're speaking about your time and decide whether you are using your time wisely and effectively in ways that align with your goals. I have no beef with however anyone chooses to use their time. I have no judgments about that. But when people complain that they're stressed, overwhelmed, they're not doing the things that they want to do, they've had goals for weeks, months, decades, and they don't, quote unquote, have time to do them, that's when it gets under my skin. That's when I really want to encourage you to assess your time. Check in with yourself about what your goals are and why you're not using your time to work towards them. What's getting in the way and how can you change that? Tony Robbins says, where focus goes, energy flows. And I love that. I really want you to focus on your goals and your priorities and let your energy flow in that direction. So I hope today was helpful. I hope you found the strategies helpful. And I really would love to hear about how you were able to readjust your time and your choices to align with your goals and your priorities in your life. As always, you can follow me on Instagram at livingmindfullywhole. That's the best place to connect with me. And until next time, have a great day and I'll see you soon.